Robert, a student at an English university, receives word of his father's unexpected death and returns home to Africa. While reading his father's diaries in search of an explanation, he discovers the story of his father's wartime romance with Aisha, a sheik's daughter who nursed him back to health after he survived a commando attack in the desert and who later died after giving birth to their son. Now engaged in a personal odyssey of self-discovery, Robert reads on and learns of an obsession that led to his father's death, six million dollars in Nazi gold that remains buried at an oasis in the Sahara Desert, a fortune that, legend has it, is safeguarded by the restless, rotting souls who died protecting it. Using his inheritance, Robert bands together with three fellow students in a filmmaking unit to wrest the unclaimed fortune from the dunes of the dead. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Here are B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. As we're here in the month of January, uh, talking about Nazi zombies here, Paul's Could, choice. Yeah, because why not? We're taking a look at the 1982 film Oasis of the Zombies. Let's just dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three. What do you want to start with here? Uh, let's start with the top. Let's see if we can find anything good out of this one. Number three. Uh, this film is only 82 minutes long. It's never bad when we watch a movie that's less than 90 minutes. Number two. Every once in a while, there's some action in the film, whether it's zombies killing people or World War II battle scenes, because, you know, that's what you need in zombie films. It's a welcome reprieve from the dull and drawn-out storyline. Then, of course, number one. There are, in fact, Nazi zombies in this film, and they're pretty good at tearing people apart and eating them. They're actually kind of like badass zombies. Like, you can't just shoot them and they go down. They're pretty brutal. All right, number three, there were explosions and zombified Nazis. I had no real expectations coming into this one, so I can't say I was disappointed. Number two, when the zombie Nazis began attacking, they were merciless, especially at the end of the film. It just was pretty much nonstop, and it was pretty badass. And number one... The zombies overall look pretty cool. The decaying faces are done better than in most low-budget zombie films I've seen. That's what we have for the top. Let's get into the bottom three. Can only go downhill from here. Number three. There are plenty of times in this movie where they talk about being night. Oh, be careful in the dark. Be careful at night. When it's obviously daytime in the fucking movie. Like, they shot this in the desert in the middle of the day. Like, you can't hide that. They didn't even use, like, a fucking blue filter. They just were like, oh, it's nighttime. Number two. There is the most obnoxiously long and overacted death sequence I have ever seen in a film. It took way, way too long for the German commanders to die. He, like, walks around for, like, two minutes and then falls over and then groans and moans and gives, like, a soliloquy or some shit. And then, like, gasps for air for another three minutes before just dying. What the fuck? Number one. As bad ass as the zombies were at times the zombies were instantly killed when touched by fire something that was so anticlimactic after them being so ruthless that you know they just get, get poked with a flaming stick and they like collapse to the ground and and that's it for them like come on now yeah i thought lighting zombies in fire is supposed to be bad for you because they're you have a zombie on fire coming at you no, yeah. not not for these ones all right my bottom three number three All the human characters, the non-zombies, were way too easy to kill throughout this movie. They seem to have all mastered the ancient art of standing around and letting your opponent kill you. Not a very effective um, tactic from what I can tell. Number two, the acting, as well as the voice dubbing over, was poorly done. I mean, it's a cheap movie, and I wasn't expecting much in that regard, but... 
it was still very noticeable and kind of obnoxious. <laughs> Number one, there were way too many scenes where absolutely nothing happened. The plot didn't progress, and you just kind of see people walking around the desert. It definitely made the film seem a lot longer than it, than it actually was. There you have it. Well, you know, maybe the dialogue was the saving grace of this film. Let's let's explore that option with a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. I'll let you start this one off, Paul. All right. It smells weird around here. The flames will purify him. The Germans were here. Rommel's legions against monkeys, horny highlanders. Maybe the desert miles are longer than country miles. Better hurry. It gets dark early. Will you stop nagging me? They're all dead. Yeah, so I guess the quotes weren't any better. Yeah, that, uh, that ended this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If, if you have a favorite line from this film, uh, please share it in the comments below. Or if you want to tell us who won this episode's edition of Quote Wars or anything else about this film, please feel free. Now I think it's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is our score on a shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. One to ten, one being the best, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a six out of ten. I was not quite as nice. I give it a 7 out of 10. Um, I have to say, Oasis of the Zombies is a run-of-the-mill, slow-paced, poorly acted zombie film. However, the acting could be due in part to the fact that this film was dubbed in English. Uh, that being said, there are a few lines which sound funny and are probably just mistranslated. However, the Nazi zombies themselves are brutal and don't take shit from anyone, not even their former commanding officer. The zombie in World War II scenes kind of break up the monotony of the plot and give this movie just enough to keep it in the watchable range of the shot scale. Oasis of the Zombies is a pretty typical zombie movie where nothing happens throughout the majority of the film. However, when the zombies attack, it's pretty brutal, even considering that there really wasn't that much blood. The main appeal of Oasis of the Zombies was the grotesque details taken to show how decayed the zombies were. The best parts of this film were definitely the last seven minutes of it, which were admittingly pretty awesome. The ending was kind of abrupt and anticlimactic. On top of that, just like most zombie films, I really didn't care about any of the characters, as they were mostly just tools to move the plot along and to die in ways that were very easily avoidable. Overall, Oasis of the Zombies doesn't have much that makes it stand out. However, at least we can say that the Fourth Reich has stopped, at least for now. Yeah, and really, the back of the DVD case is so descriptive that you really don't need to watch anything other than the last ten minutes of this film to actually, like see what happens. Like, it explains everything to you up to that point. Yeah, all you really need to know is zombie Nazis in the desert, and yeah, you're good. Enough about this. We know that not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do, so we like to give every B-movie review an A-movie companion and tell you why these films are the same, just of different standards and quality. I gave my A-movie companion to the 2003 film Holes, because both Holes and Oasis of the Zombies feature characters in the desert, digging for treasure. And not much else happens in either of the movies. Wow, that was pretty easy. Alright, for my movie companion, I picked Lawrence of Arabia from 1962 because both movies take place in a desert setting. Both movies involve soldiers from at least one of the two world wars. Lawrence of Arabia fought during World War I, and Nazis fought during World War II. And Lawrence of Arabia was about five hours long or something insane like that, and Oasis of the Dead felt really long because it was very slow paced at times and yeah that's all i got so yeah if you want to watch an a movie version check out holes or lawrence of arabia but if you know you want to do what we like to do and drink away the flick drink away the flick 
Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Boom, 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 boom. Paul and I will give you some drinking games for this film. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time you see a camel, take a drink. Number two, anytime you see a spider, take a drink. Number three, every time someone dies way too easily, take a drink. Number four, whenever there's an extreme close-up of a zombie, take a drink. And, of course, number five, because it's Zombie Nazi Month, every time you see a swastika, take a drink. Every time somebody is eaten by a zombie, take a drink. Every time you can't tell the characters apart from each other, take a drink. Every time there's a scene that doesn't move the plot along in any meaningful way, take a drink. And every time one of the characters has a really unconvincing scream, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com-bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com. We have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. We've come to the end of week three here at uh, Zombie Nazi Month, so I think we should rank the movies we've seen so far. In third place, uh, Shockwaves from 1977. Just about nothing happened. Uh, it It was very dull, very boring. Number two, Oasis of the Zombies from 1982. Almost nothing happened except for like this World War II battle randomly in the middle of the movie. And the zombies in that were actually kind of badass. That's a pretty big thing to happen, I mean, all things considered. Of course, in number one, Dead Snow from 2009. It's got the humor. It's got the blood. It's got the gore. It's got the zombies. It's got everything that you want in a zombie Nazi flick. Indeed. All right, number three was Shockwaves. It was so bad that we didn't even actually review it. Number two, Oasis of the Dead. Typical zombie movie. Nothing really to brag about. And number one, Dead Snow, which was awesome in just about every way. It's what you would want in a zombie Nazi movie. As that's it for the end of week week three. We're running out of places to go for your birthday, Paul. I mean, no mountains, no beaches, no deserts. I, I got it. How about we go to a cave, you know? We could try spelunking. There's absolutely, positively no chance of us facing zombie Nazis, you know, like in that 2016 movie, Bunker of the Dead. You know, right? Like, no zombie Hitlers, no zombie officers, no no zombie nothings, right? Of course, nothing could possibly go wrong. All right. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. <laughs>